Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dave's world. Dave's world. If we don't let him do it, he gets ratty. Here's the thing. Yellow Submarine. We all know Yellow Submarine. We know it as a gorgeous tune. Ringo. Ringo was singing it, yeah. So it was released as a double A side. So Eleanor Rigby was the kind of serious song on one side. And then it was for kids. Yellow Submarine was designed for kids. The video, if you remember, had a, had a, oh, kind yeah. of a music video, which is something that didn't happen very often in the 60s. And it was an important song for the Beatles. It kind of like got them into even younger generations, which then came up and loved the Beatles. But here's the thing. The song is wrong. And I said, what's wrong with the song? And people are suggesting things like you can't see a yellow submarine underwater because you can't see colour. Of course you can. If you've seen the yellow fish, you can see the yellow submarine. <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with the lyrics. It's nothing to do with the lyrics. It was written by John Lennon as a really slow, sad song about his hometown. And he brought it to the Beatles. Mm. And Paul McCartney went, Oh, look, that's great. Let's turn it into a kid's song. And he literally stole it off him and turned it into the Yellow Submarine we all know, which begins, of course, with this line. In the town where I was born lived a man who sailed to sea and he told us of his life. So it just does that, right? Just the other day, the Beatles released the demo that John Lennon did on his own, on his guitar, of what he thought the song was going to be. Now, I don't think it was called Yellow Submarine at this point, but this is what he thought it was going to be. Listen to this. In the place where I was born No one cared, no one cared And the name where I was born No one cared, no one cared And the town where I was born No one little guitar bit and that was the kind of song he wanted to write a lament mm. for his hometown and how it was full of people who didn't care and he cared and <laughs> yeah we picked up on that yeah, right? no, yeah, one yeah. Cares. <laughs> no one cares no one cares no one cares <laughs> and then McCartney got his hands on it and went do you know what we're going to do John we're going to take your song about your hometown and turn it into this <laughs> yes we all live in a yellow submarine so you're not going to sing it. We're going to give it to Ringo. So, like, now, apparently, this was all okay. This was the way the Beatles wrote songs, is that mm. you might have an idea and a belief in a song, but once the group got together, particularly Paul on John or John on Paul, they would co-write the direction of the song after the idea. So John never got to fulfill that idea of the song, but they just because they went in a different direction. But apparently, there was no issues with that. It was just like, absolutely fine. This is the best thing for the Beatles. Yeah. So they did it. Well, Paul certainly became the boss in oh, the later yeah. years. You can see that on that documentary on Disney, which is just amazing. It sure is. But yeah, he definitely tweaked the songs to his 
you know, to his liking, much to the chagrin of people like George Harrison from time to time, who yeah. actually got up and walked out and yeah. left the band. Yeah. It, is, it is hard to argue with Paul McCartney. I'll give you that. Yeah. I think this would be a great idea. Yeah. Shut up, Paul. What do you know about songwriting? <laughs> yeah. Give me one song you've written. <laughs> today. <laughs> one song today. Yeah. That's a classic. In the last half hour. That's a classic. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.